0: This is AutoLine Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. After stumbling in October, car sales in the U.S. are expected to rebound this month. According to Ward's intelligence, the seasonally adjusted annual rate in November will hit 17 million units, up from 16.5 million in October. Total light vehicle sales are projected to hit 1.4 million units, up 1.3% compared to a year ago, But sales will largely depend on holiday incentives and how well GM can rebound from that UAW strike. The automaker lost an estimated 10,000 sales in September and another 30,000 in October. While another high-profile UAW official resigned, Vance Pearson, the Region 5 Director of the Union, who was on paid leave, stepped down from his position effective immediately. He was charged in September with embezzling union funds, money laundering, and and mail-and-wire fraud. Last week, UAW President Gary Jones also resigned. We think they should have manned up and quit a long time ago, or the union should have fired them. But all we can say is, what took so long? Well, many Porsche customers in China could be making the change from Apple to Android. Porsche has persistently kept Android Auto out of its cars, but that may have come back to bite them. Apple won't have 5G devices until the 2020 phones are released. And a customer survey by Porsche discovered that 40% of customers will switch to Android phones. If Porsche wants to maintain sales in China and elsewhere, it needs to start making its cars compatible with Android Auto. Last week, we showed you this picture from viewer Rob, who asked if we knew what car Elvis was sitting in on the cover of A Date with Elvis. Cadillac would seem like an obvious guess, but it's actually a Lincoln, a 1958 Lincoln Continental Mark III convertible, to be exact. That steering wheel is what really gives this car away. Thanks for sending us that picture, Rob, and everyone that gave us their guesses. And if you run across something interesting, send it our way to ViewerMail at Autoline.tv, and you may just see it on a future show. Production isn't scheduled to start for another two years. But that's not turning people off a Tesla Cybertruck, and apparently, neither are its polarizing looks. Which, as we pointed out last week, was probably partly a result of holding down tooling costs. But on Sunday, only three days after the truck's reveal, Elon Musk tweeted it had 200,000 pre-orders for Cybertruck, which requires a $100 deposit. It would be very interesting to compare that to Ford's $500 pre-orders for the Mustang Mach-E, but we're guessing Ford may not want to say how many deposits it got if it's way below what Tesla got. Speaking of the Mach-E, most people are not aware yet that it's going to be made in Mexico. No doubt there will be a firestorm in the U.S. when Mustang enthusiasts hear that, but there's a good reason why Ford is building it there. First, Mexico has free trade agreements with Europe and China, and the Mach-E will be exported to those markets. So even if the United States gets in a trade war with Europe and the one with China heats up, Ford will still be able to export Mach-Es to those markets with no tariffs. Second, the Lawn plant in Mexico is sitting empty after it stopped making Ford Fiestas. It's much easier to retool a plant if it isn't making anything. And third, if you dedicate a plant to making electric cars, you can reduce the labor content by 20 to 25 percent. Ford didn't have any other empty plants, and that's why the Mach E ended up in Mexico. Volkswagen has big plans in China. It introduced five new vehicles there this year. We'll have another five next year, and it's all with the hopes of selling more than three million vehicles in China for the third consecutive year. And it introduced another new model, a minivan, called the Valoran. It's actually quite big, being five inches longer than a Chrysler Pacifica, and has seating for up to seven people with two reclining captain's chairs in the middle. Under the hood is a two-liter engine mated to a seven-speed auto trans. Volkswagen will make the van with local joint venture partner SAIC, but will also make a crossover version of the Valoran with its other partner, F-A-W. Toyota is launching a new van called the Grand Ace. It can sit six or eight passengers and offers plenty of room and luxuries. The premium grade six-seater gives you seats similar to those massaging seats that you find in shopping malls, plus added legroom for reclining. Getting an eight-seater fits two more passengers but has less legroom and tech inside. In typical Toyota fashion, the van gets an oversized grille and a very square rear end. LED headlights and taillights are standard, as are Toyota Safety Sense, Apple CarPlay, and Android Auto. The Grand Ace goes on sale in selected global markets December 16th. Speaking of new vehicles, Mercedes is going to reveal one like it never has before. The world premiere of the GLA will only take place on Mercedes' own digital platform on December 11th. There's not a whole lot of information to go on, but it will be taller, a little bit shorter, and have more driver assistance technology than the outgoing model. terms and conditions 18
1: plus. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion.
0: Particulate matter, or PM, is a dangerous pollution, especially when those particulates are 2.5 micrometers or less. You can breathe them in, they can embed themselves deep in your lungs, and can cause cancer. That's why the German supplier Helle developed a particulate sensor. It says a premium European manufacturer either Mercedes, BMW, or Audi, will start using it in China at the end of 2020. Two sensors will be used. The first controls air quality inside the vehicle using air filters. The second sensor measures PM outside the car for display and automatic air recirculation control, and it can be used for route planning to avoid areas of high pollution. As we keep pointing out, suppliers play a major role in developing new technology for cars. When it comes to the Mustang Mach-E, hardcore Mustang fans aren't thrilled that the Mustang name is being used on a four-door electric crossover. On last week's AutoLine After Hours, Dave Parachek, the global director of Ford Icons, had this to say to fans who are disappointed by the name.
1: I think first and foremost. I mean, you know, I've been a part of Mustang for many years now at Ford. We're not replacing anything. This is the message that needs to get out there, right? We are expanding the family, so there is no replacement going on. We're adding a pony to the stable.
0: And like you said, you've been doing. This is the Mustang team that created this,
1: right? And that was going to be my next point: is they need to trust us, right? (laughs) Because the same team that's been bringing the Mustang that everyone loves is the team that brought this one to to life so we know mustang we understand mustang we and we're not like i said we're not walking away from anything in fact we've got future product plans that i can't comment on right now we're going to keep the icon alive so they should be happy
0: for more about the mustang Mach E, you can watch that entire show right now on our website autoline.tv or you can find it on our youtube channel but that's it for today thanks for watching and please join us again tomorrow 18- plus.